one of you in this beautiful Monday morning. Thank God for another opportunity that we can journey in the book of Acts. And we are going to move now to Acts chapter 9. And let me read to you the, the conversion, the story of the conversion of the Apostle Paul. And we will read this morning, Acts chapter 9, verses 1 to 10. But, so, but Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues at Damascus, so that if he found any belonging to the way, men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Now as he went on his way, he approached Damascus, and suddenly a light from heaven shone around him. And falling to the ground, he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul. Why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But rise and enter the city, and you will be told what you are to do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless, hearing the voice, but seeing no one. Saul rose from the ground, and although his eyes were opened, he saw nothing. So they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And for three days he was without sight and neither ate nor drunk. This is the first time that we see the life of Apostle Paul that um, is mentioned in a few details how he was converted in the Lord. And the story was that the Lord let him fall from his horse and he became blind in order for him to be humble, in order for him to say this and ask this question, who are you, Lord? Now, in verse 1, Saul was purposely and intentionally following or in the pursuit of the Christians or the believers who were spread. And when he heard that there were believers who were in Damascus, in Syria, this is 133 kilometers from, from Jerusalem. It's a very far and one of the major cities in the Middle East during the time. And when he heard that the believers were also convincing other Jews in the synagogues that Jesus is the way, Jesus is the truth. So he went to the high priest because the Sanhedrin was still in charge regarding um, religion, although the Romans were in charge of the political governance of the whole area, the Sanhedrin or the high priest were still in charge with the religion. So he went to, the, to the, one of the high priests and he asked permission to go to Damascus, Damascus to apprehend and to persecute those who are following the way. Now, these people who are described as followers of the way could mean that they are following the way, who is the Lord Jesus Christ himself, or these were the, the, um, the way they the call the believers during the time because 
we can see only in Acts chapter 11, verse 26, that the Christians were called Christians or the believers were called Christians in Antioch. So when he went there together with some men, he saw this light, a glaring light, and he fell on his horse. And all the men around him were speechless, and he became blind. Now, one thing to notice here is this, that Paul did not know the Lord Jesus Christ because he sought for the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, he was a persecutor. Well, he did it because he was so sincere of his religion, but he was sincerely wrong. A strained Pharisee, he was trained to apprehend those who are threatening the religion. So it was the initiative of the Lord to apprehend him, to arrest his attention by letting him fall down from his horse through that great light that he saw, and he was blinded. And he asked this question, who are you, Lord? Now, perhaps some of us, we can relate and we can resonate with the story of Saul or Paul. Because in one way or the other, God allowed some simple circumstances to, to, to come into our lives in order for us to seek God. Nobody seek God. Romans 3, to verse 10 says, there's no one who seeks after God. There's none righteous and no one seeks after God. It's only when the Lord Jesus Christ will initiate so that we'll be interested really to know who is this God. And Jesus answered him through this voice, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. So he was persecuting the, the believers, but actually it was the Lord Jesus Christ who, who felt the, the, the persecutions in, in a sense that he identified with his people. Whatever happened to any believer, to the church of God, the Lord Jesus Christ had identified or identifies with the church. So what he did to the believers, what he did to Stephen, what he did to the apostles, he did it to the Lord Jesus Christ, and he did not know it. So this is a wonderful story of how God loved Paul, loved so, so much that he did not allow him to continue what he was doing, but he arrested him in a sense. He apprehended him. And perhaps one of the lessons that we can learn this morning is this, that we should be thankful for the pains, for the difficulties that God had allowed, God had, had um, done in our lives in one way or the other, indirectly or directly, in order for us to cut him, um, in order for him to cut our attention, in order for us to really ask, who are you, Lord? In order for us to be humble. So this morning, we, we really can, can see that of all the people that God could use or God has a plan to use for his kingdom, perhaps all of us will agree that Paul is not one of the top 10. In fact, he was maybe, he, he, he could be the least that he could think of God could use because he was a persecutor. He injured or he, he did a lot of injury. He did a lot of problems 
to the people of God. And that's why the people were afraid of the Apostle Paul. Paul, he was sold during the time. Uh, his name was not changed to Paul yet. So he was advised by the Lord to go inside the city because he prepared somebody to meet him there to help him. So Saul rose from the ground, and although his eyes were open, he saw nothing. He was blinded. So they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And for three days, he was without sight, neither ate nor drunk. We could see here a powerful Pharisee, an authoritative Pharisee, one who has power became helpless. And that is the reason why God allows some problems to come to our lives in order for us to come to our senses that we are really nobodies. We are nothing. That we need to recognize that we are we are nobody before the Lord. And that's why Paul said, and that's why the Lord Jesus Christ said in Matthew chapter 5, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. We need to humble ourselves like Paul. We need to recognize that God is sovereign. God can do anything in our lives, and we must humble before them. The start of our usefulness before the Lord is when we start or when we recognize ourselves that we are nothing, our inadequacy, our limitations. Uh, a humble person is only the person that God can use. Then let it be that we will consider these principles in our lives even today as we continue to serve the Lord. But if you are here this morning watching our video and you have not yet trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord, don't wait that God will do something like what he did to Paul in order for you to be humble. You don't need to undergo pain. You don't need to undergo some difficulties in life before you recognize your need for Jesus. Humble yourself. The Bible tells us that all have sinned and come short with the glory of God. There is no one good, no, not one. And the only thing we need to do is to repent of our sins and believe in Jesus. And he promised that he will give us eternal life. May you humble yourselves right now and believe on Jesus to be your Savior and Lord. And for us Christians, let it be that we will always remember that we are nobodies. Only God is that is that attractive or the most is, 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 is important in our lives. Unless or without God, we are nothing. John 15 verse 5 says, I am the I am the vine, you are the branches apart from me. You can do nothing. May God help us. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for this morning, for your word. Father, we pray that you will use your word to encourage each one of us. Father, we recognize that it's only you, Lord, who can initiate, can open the eyes of the blinded, who can heal the brokenhearted. We are, we are nobodies, Lord. We are, we are dead in trespasses and sins. But thank you that you came in order to to let yourself known to us, just like what you did to Paul. 
you went to him and you have you have uh, arrested his attention in order for him to recognize his need for for God in his life. And I pray that your word today will stay in our hearts and these principles of being humble will we consider and and uh, develop by the aid of the Holy Spirit in our lives even today. Thank you for your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.